yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of an introduction uh, before we get into the bulk of the show. This podcast is called The Art Take, and we'll get to that. But for now, we're just going to talk about ourselves. Yes. So you uh, know do you, us. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, I can go first. Okay, cool. We'll go alphabetically. How's that? <laughs> By last name or first name? First name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes me first. Mm. Okay, my name is Chris. I'm 27 years old. I'm from Long Beach, California. Um, I started my art journey young at like five years old drawing. And some of the first things I did was copying Pokemon cards. Hey, um, <laughs> love it. The foil right? cards? Well, no, it was just like line drawings. Oh. So it was just like the Pokemon themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but that taught me a lot, especially at a young age when you soak everything up. And that started sort of my, my drawing journey. And it culminated, I'll say, in a studio art minor when I was in university. Um, and basically my last quarter of university, I picked up a film camera because I saw how cool they looked and I always like antique things. And I got it for myself for my birthday. And for the next four years, I'd be engrossed in film photography and now regular photography. And I also do like some free writing and poetry on the side. I learned how to play guitar just to impress myself. Um, and that's, that's sort of the breadth of my artistic endeavors. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, we are friends first and foremost because of photography, right? That's right. Yep. So before photography, though, for me, I grew up in a family who loved music. And like, when I say loved music, it wasn't just like, oh, this is my favorite record or something like that. It was, there was music on at all times of the day. That's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, and as soon as you get in the truck, music's already at 10. You know, Wait, who, I, who decides, though? Do you take turns or... Uh, it was my mom and dad. And the reason for okay. that is because well, when we were children, my sister and I, uh, the reason for that is my parents were DJs, you know, and I grew up with music always being on in the house or wherever. And I didn't really know that that could be a, uh, you know, a career or something that I could pursue until I got into high school. And then I just decided to drop every sports activity that I ever participated in and immediately went into playing the drums. Which is uh, kind of a sports activity in itself, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> drums and, and Kung Fu go really hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I, I played the drums uh, for high school. And when I graduated high school, I decided to pursue that in college. And I went to a private music school and, you know, pursued performance a performance degree and then came back and performed with many different ensembles and all over America and, and stuff like that and I fell in love with the feeling of create create like creating something that people enjoyed um, from there I 
wanted to take a break in uh, performing constantly because you have to, you know, take a break sometimes. And for some reason, I decided to go into culinary arts. <laughs> and that was a fun little blip. That was a pivot. Yeah, that was a hard pivot. Can you walk us through that pivot? Um, I think it was just wanting to get away from relying on others you know with music it's like oh gotcha you always have to you know hire this person to play in your band or hey do you want to do this gig with me and stuff like that and i love that community that you know that happens when you have to do those things um but at a certain time of in a certain like at that time of my life i wanted to just sort of you know concentrate on something that i can do that was just strictly for me yeah and for my loved ones and yeah, so i got I, into culinary school i totally get that because you can't like it would be hard to have a show where you're just drumming you know yeah like, that won't draw crowds hey, like you can do really it with good. maybe that's true you yeah. can do it with like an acoustic guitar if you're like a famous person yeah. and just singing maybe yeah. like a harmonica attachment but you can't really do it yeah it would be hard to depending on the setting that. yeah 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 so yeah after culinary school i decided to um you know I, I just found photography you know i just like the idea of documenting and you know not like a street photographer style but just like documenting what's going on in my life or with my wife's life or anything that means to me that means a lot to me so I just, just like that. from your point of view kind yeah. of thing i totally understand that do you think uh going back to like the solitariness of cooking do you think like photography is more of a solitary activity like cooking or more of like a community or like ensemble thing like performing music yeah so i fell in love with photography like i said because i wanted to be documentary like document my life and stuff or but um the main thing was culinary when you when you graduate from culinary school and you start working in a restaurant um you have to be a very specific type of individual <laughs> to enjoy that yeah. like the restaurant lifestyle is definitely not for me and i did not like that one bit um so yeah photography is an individual an individual thing that i could i don't have to rely on anybody or anything um and that is probably what i should have pursued after music <laughs> instead of culinary school but hey you, you grow up that's yeah. how it goes right hindsight's 2020 yeah. it is 2020 <laughs> so it's the time to look back because right now is pretty shitty <laughs> yeah so um, we're gonna i think we're just gonna talk about encouraging people to do things right and encouraging yeah, people to, to take art seriously. that's the goal of this episode so we did like a small intro here um, and then we're probably going to talk a little bit more about what we want the show to be, just so our audience knows a little bit about where we're going, the direction, or at least the direction that we want to go in, whether or yeah. not it goes that way or not. We're mm -hmm. kind of letting it be an organic kind of conversational thing, and we'll see how this podcast goes. Um, yeah, and, and hopefully we'll... you can tell tell us a little bit more about your Pokemon uh, drawing phase. <laughs> Well, funny you should say that because you were talking about how um, you wanted like a solitary art 
activity that you just had to rely on yourself. And that like defines my artistic career, basically. Yeah. 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 Because I've never wanted to rely on like anybody for any of my things. And even like with photography, I've done my best to gather all the supplies and the equipment in order to make my art on my own. So I don't have to rely on like a lab if I don't need to or so I have I just bought a printer we were talking about earlier and I have like all the stuff to develop film and stuff so I do like being sort of independent and self-sufficient in that manner and drawing has always been like that there's no need for collaboration with drawing or anything like that so maybe I should try some sort of collaborative yeah have you done any collaborative art I have like when I taught myself guitar me and some buddies would play guitar um but i was always being bossy so uh i don't know how much how self-sustaining that was but we graduated high school and so they probably had an out from that i wonder (laughs) um have you ever done mm, i guess i i know this question but like any type of collaborative zines or collaborative art shows or photography shows or I've done a collaborative show it was with uh, some people from LA um, and it was a guy named Q and he gave us all a roll of film and we all shot that and put our best pictures on the wall but that was still famous Natura Natura 1600 yeah Rest in peace. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that wasn't incredibly collaborative, I'd say. It was just kind of like we were doing our own thing separately, and then we came together at the end. Right. But I haven't... I wouldn't say that I've really given it a good try, like doing something entirely collaborative. Right. So maybe that's something we can talk about in the future, though. Yeah, indeed. You know, because the question then comes up, you know, does art have to be collaborative? You know, there's plenty of famous artists that, you know, just do their own thing. Exactly. And that's kind of the stereotype of like artists, right? Like the loner type, the like antisocial, like depressed, like chopping off their ear type (laughs) person. So does that make a, no, Mike Tyson chops somebody else's ear off. That's right. (laughs) I was going to say, does that make Mike Tyson an artist? No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I guess, you know, hey, some people think boxing is an art. And it, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I can say either way. I don't yeah. I don't think I know enough of boxing. I'm I'm down with it. If somebody said I think boxing is an art, I'll be like, You you course, do that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's great. Yeah. Um and that's their their take, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what we're doing with this podcast is we're yes. just kind of offering up our takes on our, certain our topics. thoughts, ideas, opinions. Yep. Our stories, our stories, our experiences, our hopes and dreams. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, I guess when we talk about, you know, wanting to do or wanting to be an artist, um, you know, for you, it started when you were younger. For me, it kind of started when I was in high school. Um, you know, how do you, how do you get into, how do you, how do you take the leap, I guess? How did you take the, the leap into just 
it was introduced to me because yeah. when I was younger, I had instead of paying babysitters, my parents would just drop me off at my cousin's house and they would take care of me like during summers and stuff. Um, and they were pretty into drawing and they just were really good at fostering like whatever interests I had. And I don't know, I just had older people to show me like, hey, this is how you do this thing. And I was like, that's really cool. And then I never stopped thinking that, that it was really cool and I could do it. And I would draw stuff like over the summer and like show them and they'd be like, oh, that's really cool. And were you ever like intimidated to show them? Like, were you ever like, oh, don't look at this or go um, ahead and look at this, but you know, don't judge me. Were you ever like that? Or I think at that point I was too young to know what shame was in yeah. terms of art. Cause I feel like that's something you learn. Like um, when you make, something and somebody responds badly to it like that's sort of your first experience to like artistic shame I'll call it and that wasn't a part of that environment when I was being taken care of of my cousins which is really awesome have you ever been have you ever felt that way about any art that you've ever showed somebody or like you just released a zine were you ever are you have you ever have you thought about that recently like I hope this person likes it or or that sort of stuff um i feel like this is this sounds really arrogant to say but maybe i can say it in a way that's not arrogant i think i believe in that work enough and i have enough confidence in what i was trying to say and how i said it that i don't really care if people don't like it yeah you know i think that's i I think that's very important for artists who are just starting out or artists that have been doing this for a while whether or not it is good doesn't matter yeah and like believing in yourself is something that i think is more important because you're gonna have different levels like when you first start you're gonna probably make stuff that when you look back at it you're gonna think is pretty bad You know, but at the time, if you believed in it, if you believed in in it, that helped you get to the next level, you know? Yeah. But in your case, like you're already to the level of like, no, I think this is, I I like it. And that's kind of like what I take from you saying that that's kind of the only thing that matters is that you like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it is that I have confidence in, um, my ability and also my taste so that I trust myself when I know I think when I think something is good and Mm -hmm. if I think something is good Mm -hmm. and I made it then I trust that it is good does that make sense yeah for sure and that that doesn't come quickly or without work so I don't want it to seem like I just decided it was good and so it's good right but I think I've put in the work where I can say X and Y is good. Um, I made A, B, C, and I also think that that's good. So I think, I think it's, it's good. So I also haven't gotten any bad feedback. I've gotten like, well, let me tell you, Chris, (laughs) Oh, please let me have it. I'm ready. Everybody's so goddamn supportive. (laughs) Nah, I, um, I think what I'm trying to say in response to how you're handling like your recent release is if just, I mean, if 
I'm trying to encourage people, like regardless if we're doing this podcast or outside of this podcast, like I always just want to encourage people to just do it, you know, just try creating something that's artistic, you know, yeah, without the thought of people like the thought of people saying that it's shit, yeah, you know. Like, cause that's, I mean, and that's extremely hard to do. And like you said, it took a while to get to that point, to that point. But I, I, I think it's just so important for people to just keep on doing it at the beginning stages, you know? Yeah. To sort of not get discouraged by growth or like the process. Yeah. The process of getting better. Indeed. Or even starting at the bottom which is a very intimidating thing. Indeed. Yeah. We were talking before and I I made the analogy. Do you remember the analogy? Oh, the the gym? The gym <laughs> yeah. <not>? yeah. <laughs> Where we're we're up on our high horse talking about art and we've thought about art and done art like a good portion of our lives. Yeah. Um but I feel probably the same anxiety somebody starting a new art form who's never done art before feels when I like walk into a gym and try to exercise because I'm like, I've, I've done exercises before. I've had people show me how to do exercises before, but I haven't been properly exercising for the Mm -hmm. past few years. I don't want to say two or three, but it doesn't matter. But whenever (laughs) I walk in, I'm like, I got to start. Yeah. And I'm, I'm weak now, but if I just continue this, I'll be better, but it's still, it's still hard to take those first steps and lift those first weights and start with small weights, start with low reps, you know, especially because it's something that's so popular or, you know, people, you know, everybody knows about working out, you know, everybody knows that there's technique involved and then heavy lifting and, you know, maybe your breath support isn't, you know, there for you when you're lifting the, the bench press thing. And it's like, All that stuff relates to art. To art. It's the same yeah. exact thing, you know? And yeah, it's, it's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, it's scary. Um, People see you when you do it or like, yeah. you know, like I guess you, with you art, make art. You can, I guess with art, you could just like, I think it was like Thelonious Monk um, spent a, a decent amount of time in his in his house, like practicing and then came out and started you know, playing for people and he created something. So it's very unique. So maybe. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Thelonious Monk. Yeah. Could you, could you give me a small, like, little blurb? So Thelonious Monk is a piano player or a pianist uh, during the bebop, post-bop era who has a very unique sound um famous songs might be round midnight um yeah definitely definitely look him up because he's a he's a prominent figure in the jazz world gotcha um but i'm i guess what i'm trying to say is you know he i think he did that for himself you know and then and then he decided to to, you know show people yeah you're kind of like saying the difference between making art and going to the gym is that like you can make art in private and never show anybody 
but yeah, when you go yeah. to the gym you will be seen by people right yeah yeah but i exactly. almost feel like that's like more soul crushing when you're like <laughs> oh i just i spent a few hours doing this and let me just share it with everybody and then like Boom. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> I should have never, ever put it out in the world. And I'll be known for this forever. So yeah. it's not a perfect analogy, but it's yeah. it's close. It's close enough. Yeah. Basically what I, I think what we're trying to what both of us are trying to say is just words of encouragement. It's gonna yeah. be fine. It's gonna suck for a while. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be extremely fun. And embarrassing. You know, and embarrassing. It's going to be very fun. You're going to get sad often. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, like, I, f- I found at a, certain, at a certain point, sometimes I, like, make photos and I, you know, show them to people. Uh, I don't know. Because I want them to feel the way that I feel, you know, which is hard to do, I'm finding, with photography compared to music. Really? Like with music, like, I don't know, maybe because music is like my first art love, you know, um, I can, I can find ways to show emotion more so with music than with, uh, with photography. That's super interesting. Sometimes it's like, sometimes I think with photography, um, people see stuff and, um, you know, if I see a photo that has nothing to do with their life maybe it doesn't hit them as well you know yeah i agree i think like the language of photography or like imagery in general is more like diluted than maybe the like language of music and i'm i'm speaking from somebody who has like the smallest toe (laughs) in making music so i'm i'm not sure if this is just a theory um but like we're always constantly bombarded by images right right and even within like the art of photography there's so many genres of photography and like you and me as photographers we know what symbols mean or what like not exposure but like the darkness or the lightness of an image or the contrast Mm -hmm. and we know kind of like what that means and what it conveys and we've seen photographs and like sometimes we do references to other photographs which might not hit people who don't aren't photo nerds like us Mm -hmm. but with i think music might be like a more universal language and feel free to disagree with me well no i agree and there i agree but i also know as a musician there are definitely um genres or styles or approaches that are meant for musicians to listen to. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And when yeah. you look at, when you reference, let's say, uh, Joel Mayerovich, you know, when you reference him, I, and I butchered the heck out of that last name. Mayerovich? Mayerowitz. Mayerowitz? Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Well, if you don't know him, he is a fantastic street photographer, a fantastic landscape photographer. Yeah, he does it all. Color, portraits. black and white, whatever. Like, yeah. he is a very good photographer. And if you were to take a photo in his style, um, you you can look at it and be like, oh, that's a, that's a good photo, you know. But like the photo heads will be like, whoa, you that's that's kind of like Joel Mirrors 
you know that's kind of cool you know i don't know but it's the same thing with with uh with music it's like oh he's quoting this song or he's soloing in the style of john coltrane mm-hmm. or you know it, it's universal gotcha. but i think i think do you think the performative aspect of it is part of it because let's say like if you wanted to like i don't know how you're trying to convey feelings to people but if you're like playing a bass line and you like play it and you dance a bit then maybe like they're like oh this is bouncy and dancey but then if you go like doom 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 you know yeah if you look gloom when you're doing it or yeah. something like that so yeah that could definitely play in, in a part but i think i think it's just like when we listen to something i don't know maybe it's just me but when i hear something like sometimes a song will come on and like i'm driving down the street and then i'm in tears you know, oh, it's yeah. it's so crazy, you know, and when I look at photos, um, if it's like a photo of like my mom making tamales or something like that, and I miss her, then yeah, I'll shed a little tear, you know, but if I show that photo to somebody else, they're gonna be like, oh, cool, your mom's making tamales, you know, yeah. <laughs> but like, sometimes with like a song, like that one song, you don't even have to know the context, it doesn't even have to have lyrics, and it'll make you shed a tear, you know. Yeah, I think the the main thought there was context yeah, because you have so much attachment to that, yeah. like that time and that image that it's almost impossible for somebody who wasn't there or mm-hmm. doesn't have your background of being your mom's son to like yeah. have that sort of reaction. Right. So I, yeah, there's a, I think there's a lot of things there, but I think also like our attachment to photographs as photographers is highly contextual. And that's mm-hmm. something that is hard to convey. Right. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about when we're, when we're looking at ways to encourage people to start uh, putting the pen to the paper and drawing or uh, picking up the camera or, you know, the drumsticks or strumming the guitar or whatever. If we're looking at ways folding to encourage people paper. to folding the paper. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are sacrifices you know that you might have to make you know i just like yeah this just got dark well i don't know it's not I like, like a, it it's not like <laughs> sacrifices in a bad way it's just like um and in a lot of cases like it's sacrifices in a good way you know it's okay. like okay uh hmm. uh i think when i was uh okay when i first got into playing music I said earlier in the podcast, like, I was heavily into baseball. I was, like, the baseball kid. Um, All-star teams in my high school wanted me to play baseball for them and all that stuff like that. And as soon as I got to high school, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. (laughs) And, like, coaches coaches came to my house and were like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, you're supposed to play shortstop for the team. And like one coach was like, well, you're going to have to play the drums for me because I don't believe this shit. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so I put on a song and started jamming out on a tune. Yeah. It was like, all right, but when you're ready, just come back and play baseball. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, it sounds like I, a movie moment. Yeah, I know. right? <laughs> but like, I made that sacrifice and I never looked back and, you know, I still, I love baseball. Like, yeah, I could, I could tell you everything about the San Francisco Giants, you know, but uh, art is where it's at for me. And I made that sacrifice. And sometimes 
you know, you get into a routine. Like I can just see like an adult who is wanting to start drawing, you know, it's like you get into your routines as an adult and you're like, okay, so when am I going to fit in the time to do this? You know, I know I appreciate art and I go to the Met Gala or whatever, or the Getty Museum and I see art on the wall or I see these photos or something like that. How do you, how do you make time to, to, to do something like art that you want to try? Yeah. Especially when, when like the person you're talking about, like has a respect for art, if they're like going to those galleries and they have seen like quote unquote good art, like art that gets into galleries and stuff. And mm-hmm. that in itself is daunting. Like you don't have sort of the clean slate of like a child where I didn't know what good art was. I just knew like if I if I use the pencil and I make this shape, then it looks like that. Right. And that kind of looks like what I need to replicate this. Right. And so I I definitely learned in an environment where it was okay to mess up or Yeah. Where it, it wasn't was, a pressure to produce something amazing. To perform. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't there wasn't any pressure, like you said, there wasn't any like shame when I didn't do something right it was all encouragement and that's something that a lot of people will never have for anything any kind of art endeavor so I'm very thankful for that and I think like you sort of have to create that environment for yourself to fail because I didn't start photography until I was 20 in my mid-20s so yeah I I definitely went into it without knowing pretty much anything about photography so i don't know i think right what you have to do is kind of like forget or like maybe ignorance is bliss maybe you just shouldn't even think about like the end result or like the masters or anything like that and if you think you want to make something you should just take the first steps and try your hand at it yeah so most teachers will tell you to um, imitate for a while, uh, which is fine and dandy. Um, and I like that approach. Um, but don't let that get in the way of uh, just doing it because sometimes, you know, it's, you're, they've t- the person you're Im- imitating is practiced for so long. Yeah. And yeah, there are some prodigies and stuff like that, but yeah, don't let that get in the way, you know. And don't let that dictate like what you continue to do after that assignment or after that class because there's no one right way to do it. There's like some easier ways or some tried and true ways, but yeah. That's so, not always what you sh- what you need to do. For sure. So, I think the gym analogy is perfect for this sort of sacrifice thing that we're talking about. Let's get back to that gym analogy. Yeah, because, you know, the big, okay, maybe the biggest hurdle that I have in going to the gym is taking time out of my day to go to the gym, you know? Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about like, how do you, how do you start including art into your life as somebody who mm, isn't a child you know and doesn't have like all the time in the day to just play um you know like i think i was saying earlier like there's so many things that you have to do in your day already 
how do you take the time or how do you, what, what do you sacrifice or how do you sacrifice the time of day to start this art project? And I have no idea, but. I think it's, <laughs> well, like going back to the gym analogy, it's the same thing. You just have to sort of commit to it. Right. Yeah. I think with art though, I think you, maybe one could just, I don't know. The process to me sounds much easier than <laughs> running on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. But the whole, like everything you're saying about, you know, not letting expectations get in the way or cloud your judgment or all that stuff like that is, I think that is a really huge key in keeping up with your art as somebody who didn't have the luxury of starting at a young age or something. Yeah. I think you would have more experience to say about that than me, but my take on it is that if you kind of approach it with that childlike wonder where you're not afraid to fail or you don't know what failure is and you don't know what's good and what's bad, I think that might be the the purest approach you could take to, uh, to start something. And also like there's things like runner's high and like eventually I've heard if you go to the gym enough, you like get like some sort of like, brain chemical boost to it Mm. Uh, I think it's the same thing with art like eventually you just kind of get in the groove and making (laughs) things feels good you know I'm I'm not gonna lie I thought you were gonna say and there's such thing as photographer high too (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say that I don't know if that's ever happened to me ah maybe (laughs) nah Uh, (laughs) I mean I could have swore you're gonna say that that sounds ridiculous. You know, but... I've I've actually um I've actually okay, so like I said, I stopped playing baseball cold turkey for drums. And then I stopped playing drums cold turkey for culinary school. Yeah. And it was like a shock to everybody, you know, and I'm not trying to shock people or anything like that, but I'm trying to do things that make me happy. Yeah. You know, and I I can't just sit here and be like Oh, I wonder I wonder if I can draw. You know, or or it can I can I draw or something like that? Like I ask those questions, but then I don't know. I've tried to just do it immediately before questioning it further in regard yeah. to art, you know, like like it doesn't I, paralyze you kind of in the way it might paralyze somebody else. Well, I just find that if you if you question um wanting to do something like art like uh drawing or singing or dancing uh or whatever you know you start questioning it um but the second you start questioning it a little too much is when you're not going to do it because then you start getting scared and then you start getting intimidated and then know. there's all this pressure from yourself because yeah. you've been thinking about it for so long is that what you're saying yeah exactly like i got into this I got into, when I started getting into taking portraits for people, I can tell you, without a doubt, the first 10 photo shoots or something like that that I had with people, I was terrified. (laughs) Terrified. Because I was, A, doing it on film, B, never done it before, or it was, like, new to me, and it was scary, man. I can tell you that right now, but... I knew that that's what I wanted to try. I wanted to do it. And it would have been 
it would feel worse to me if I said, no, nah, I, can't, I can't do that yet. You know, like it would feel worse if I said I couldn't do it. And then that gig left me. It wasn't even a gig. I wasn't getting paid for it. It was all free, you know, because I was just trying it out. But it would have felt, felt worse if I said, no, nah, I can't do that, you know. And then they would have gotten some other photographer to do it. Or maybe I missed out on an opportunity to make a new friend. Or I, I guess the biggest thing is I learned, I missed, I would have missed out on a learning opportunity, you know. This sounds kind of habitual for you now that we're talking about like all these things. <laughs> like I was doing baseball for a while and then I wanted to do drumming. And so I just did it, you know, <laughs> and then like, like it, like going down the, the line, it almost seems like a habit for you. Well, what, it was, what do you it, say to that? It was for a while, you know, I mean, when you're a young adult, um, you know, you, you want to try to find out who you are, you know? And yeah, of course. I don't think know? that's a universal thing. Well, maybe it's not, but finding out who you are as a young adult is a universal thing. Yeah. And it might've just taken me a little bit longer than most people. And it might've taken me a little bit more avenues. Like I, I, I turned the car <laughs> a little bit more, you know? Sure. Yeah. But I got there, you know, and now I'm here and I'm fine. I'm happy with playing the drums and taking photos and educating, you know, I'm at the point now where like all I want to do is teach. Yeah. And uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is if we're encouraging people to start art, um, my take on it is to just do it, man. Just try it. Don't question it too much because you'll get into your own head and you'll get scared and then you won't do it. Like, oh, I want to start trying art. Go to the art store, buy all the art supplies and do you it. You think you need, yeah, exactly. Like tomorrow, you know, because yeah. you don't know if that's, the next thing that's going to make you happy in this world yeah it could be your secret passion it could be your secret talent it could be like for all the destiny folk what you're meant to do yeah. i'm doing air quotes yeah um <laughs> but i guess my my overall take is that once you decide to do it or like you have this desire and the ability and all the stuff to do it or even if you don't just kind of approach it with a childlike wonder without all the pressures of an audience or people trying to tell you what's good and what's bad or any knowledge of what is historically good or historically bad and just mm -hmm. try your hand at it because right. no matter what kind of art form you have your own experiences and your own voice and your own life to draw from and that's that's good enough right that's what i say even if it takes a few, you know, different, you know, maybe if you try a, a, a many things, you know, I think that's, I think that's okay. Yeah. Take it from a guy who's tried a lot of art, <laughs> you know, I mean, not a lot. I mean, I just did drums and cooking and photography. That's all I've ever done. I'd say it's a lot. I'd say for the general public, both you and I have, far exceeded the amount of art that we're supposed to have tried in our lifetime <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i mean i would find that there's a lot of people in our community like the photography community that you and i are part of in los angeles um a lot of them have a lot of hidden talents too that you know that not just film photography you know yeah some play the bass you know one of our i know it's one guy who plays the drums you know i, I just found out like oh dang that's yeah. pretty cool, you know. 
I think that like within artistic communities, you have lots of people who like us have tried a lot of different things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's incredibly surprising, but it's right. always surprising when you find out. Yeah, it is. When you think you know a person and they, they have this secret talent that you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I think to me, it's not as crazy. I guess I'm trying to, maybe I'm trying to defend myself right now, but, but you're on trial. Yeah. <laughs> defend yourself. When, okay. When I went to my private college, uh, for music, um, you know, I knew, I knew saxophone players that played the trumpet really well. They played that sang really well they play the piano really well they can even play the drums really well they can do all of that stuff and that's because they tried every single one of those instruments that they had interest in or that they thought about you know and i did the same thing but i just didn't do it with music you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i can't play the guitar that well i can't play the bass that well i have fun on them and but i can play the drums really well and i can cook when i want to (laughs) (laughs) and i can take photographs the way i like you know and and i believe in them you know and i think that's that's like sort of that's similar right i think so yeah Yeah. i think like getting to that point is the hurdle like where where you're starting from nothing and kind of have to like build up the strength to lift the weights you know is like the same thing as like practicing scales or like practicing your technique your like face slapping technique or like your (laughs) even like your hand drawing technique how you hatch stuff and how you like create lines and forms um it doesn't happen overnight and also something i wanted to say was that a lot of people like me included feel pressure to whenever they like put a pen to paper so to say Mm -hmm. to like have that result in a finished work or like a masterpiece as far Mm -hmm. as like there can even for their own like relative skill level like every time I try to draw something or like I'd say like a few years ago every time I tried to draw something I'd want it to be like a skillful finished drawing and I'd be disappointed if it didn't turn out that way Mm -hmm. and part of what photography taught me is that not every single try will be like your best thing and it helped that photography taught it because um like you could just take a bunch of pictures in a row and yeah there's not a lot there's usually not a lot of like work that can go into it before and you have a lot of tries and they happen instantly so is sort of a low barrier for entry for making photographs but it taught me that not everything that you make has to be perfect yeah or not everything that you make needs to be finished too yeah you know that's that's true too and you shouldn't feel bad about it which i still do yeah yeah there's like that classic uh i think it was like an adam sandler joke song you know and he was doing those joke songs uh where he's like oh, this is a song and I didn't finish it. And then that was the end of the song, you know? <laughs> God. I laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. And not everything needs to be finished. And the process is more important. But 
also that little saying is a little little bullshit sometimes but yeah i kind of get annoyed when people talk about process so much yeah that's because like around photographers especially like everybody's always talking about the process especially like film photographers always the process dude yeah it's always a process lots of is that is that something that you hear a lot in music also like the process that specific thing the process for music would be mm, the like the practicing on your own or the creating with your other band members or something or like if you're writing a chart for big bands or for vocal ensembles or something like that it's like the act of writing the chart out um i mean there's a process thing uh i don't recall talking about maybe the process that much but again like i think every time i went into the practice room as a drummer like i was just thrilled to play the drums you know it was like i put on the music and i'd practice along with something or i'd put on like the the tracks to learn whatever you know tune i needed to learn or something like that or when i was with like my friends and we had a band it was like you know we would hang out and just you know play the music that my friend wrote together and was like that was the process so it just didn't seem like a like a daunting task to me and gotcha. I, I guess know, what I, I don't really remember talking about the process that much as a musician yeah from what you're saying it kind of seems like there isn't one process you know yeah whereas for photography like film photography or digital photography there's usually like first you do this and then you do this and then you do this yeah and then like you, you have set your, your aperture you set your shutter speed and you hear exactly. the clickety clickety's and you press the smackety smackety's and... <laughs> that's that's what i tell everybody who asks me how to take a how, <laughs> how i take my photographs and then you put the developer in the thing and you do the shakety shakety <laughs> the shakety shakety <laughs> and then the hokey pokey while you wait yeah exactly yeah um yeah i don't know i I found a lot, um, a lot of parallels between culinary and music, more so than than photography and music, or photography and culinary. You know, it's like maybe there's a different thing. Maybe that's why I gravitated towards photography because it was so different. But maybe that's it's not different. It's just a different someone else's take on it. You know, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like that would that would be a fun topic. Yeah, later in the podcast. I think, think that will definitely be a topic later on the podcast. Yeah. And then we we have so many ideas. We have so for many topics. Ideas. Maybe this is a good time to start talking about what we want the podcast to be since yeah. we kind of skipped over that. Yeah, let's do that. Why <laughs> okay. not? Cool. All right, so the art take. I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory, right? Yeah. We steal artwork. <laughs> <laughs> We take it (laughs) and we have it it for ourselves. (laughs) Uh, That's perfect. Yeah. And then we record it for incrimination because we're going to be the best art thieves ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, seriously, it's it's our take on all things art. So just our opinions and our experiences and what we think. 
And part of what I want this podcast to be is sort of like a normalization of talking about art in like sort of a deep way where it's not something you just scroll past and you're like, oh, that was nice. And then you click on it twice. Correct. And then you keep going. Like artists put a lot of thought and work into the things that they make. And I think it deserves a little bit more than just a casual look. If you're, you know, we have busy lives, but it's good to be mindful about things that people make with their with their pure heart and stuff. And I think that it deserves discussion. So that's one yeah. of my main goals with this. Right. What about yeah. you? Well, you know, that, you know, is very important. And I, I, I think that's a really good, um, like a good thing to go down. Like we can, we should definitely go down that route. And I would also want to include <clears throat> maybe, uh, getting people to try doing, you know, new types of art or, you know, I don't know. I think the best way to do that is to lead by example. Yeah. You know, what do you I think just about like, that? I like, I like talking about things that also just kind of bug me in some ways, you know? Yeah. We um, can vent. Let's you vent know, a like bit. It's, it's not like, I'm not about to just like vent hardcore on this podcast. <laughs> let's name names that's what we need to do (laughs) but like for instance you know um i want to talk about eventually things that like like one of our one of our topics is going to be about um you know uh um feedback you know and how how to not 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 how to give feedback but how we've taken feedback in in the past you know, like personally, both you and I, you know, that's yeah, a topic like, that I want to talk about. And it's not a vent topic, but it's more of just like sharing experience sharing kind experience. of thing. Like I want to share experiences. I also want to hopefully get people to relate to us or it, like people to be, you know, um, not encouraged, but the other word that <laughs> discouraged, you know, motivated. Oh, yeah. motivated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe discouraged too. Like, don't do this art shit. You're not going to make any money. <laughs> That's not because... us. That's not what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, but I, I kind of want to talk about, you know, things that, uh, you know, maybe I often like, question. Yeah, or even just kind of commiserating. Yeah. Or sharing, like, sympathizing with each other on topics that artists or maybe issues that artists face a lot. I think yeah, like for instance, influence, you know, like we're going to talk about influence. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, maybe one of the same is like, like style. Style. Yeah. Or, I was just going to bring that up too. Yeah. yeah. Like what is, how does influence, how, you know, how do you get your style from influences? Exactly. And then some people say voice. So what yeah. the fuck is voice compared yeah, to yeah. style? Yeah, exactly. So, I'm I'm excited to talk about that for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about gear. And now, before <laughs> everyone not. gets stoked, before <laughs> everyone gets stoked about talking about gear, I'm not about to tell you what t- what type type of gear that I have. But I'm excited to talk about how gear makes us better, or makes us worse, or like not 
talking about the actual gear itself, but the, I guess, again, the influence our gear has on us. Yeah. You know, I'm, like I'm down to talk about that too. Yeah. That's the kind of avenue we're hoping to go down. Exactly. With this podcast. What else are you excited about? Um, I'm excited about talking about art with my friend Pete. Yeah, I'm excited about talking about <laughs> art with my friend Chris. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm also excited uh, to do is for, for a little bit. Are you going to say audience feedback? Because that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, yeah, I had that great idea to have uh, the, <laughs> the troll email. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So if you want to troll us or talk shit about us, we will we'll have an email account set up for you guys to vent on. Dedicated to that. Dedicated so for can, that. Yeah. You should especially say how stupid our voices are because yeah. we're not self-conscious about that enough yet. Yeah. Especially when we re-listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm also excited to figure out what type of, if our podcast ever gets to more than 10 people, I'm excited to see what kind of drinking games come about from my repetition of either the word um or something else that i don't know about yet yeah i'm uh, sure we'll figure it out soon yeah <laughs> yeah even just listening to to see if um like during the editing phase yeah <laughs> <laughs> Not, exactly yeah i also think i'm really excited to get other people's take on these subjects too eventually exactly. we would like to have um all like any like all of our friends or people that we don't know or whoever uh anybody know, listening anybody listening like you know i want to get other people's take on these subjects too absolutely yeah i'm so excited about that too yeah, eventually we can have guests on the pod yeah, yeah i think it would be cool to have email submissions too mm -hmm. maybe even like voice messages um but you know, we're still we're still finding our own voice right. and developing our own thing. So, stay tuned for all of that. Yeah, and we, I think we're going to um, start off. You know, with uh, I guess this is the first episode, but I guess the second episode, we're going to start off with something that is kind of important to talk about during this time, because I guess if you're listening in the future. Uh, we are currently in a pandemic. Um, we're all quarantined for the most part. Those of us who take it seriously. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, one of the things that's important is talking about practice, like practicing your art. Um, if you, you know, if you're a musician, you can't go practice in your band. You know, if you are a photographer, you can't hop on the train and go to downtown LA right now. I mean, you can, but it's not going to be as as exciting or as whatever as it was before. Yeah. So I guess right out the gate, we're going to start talking about, we're going to discuss practice and, and that sort of stuff. But on the flip side, if you draw or paint and you have all the supplies within arm's reach, then this is literally the perfect time to practice that so yeah chef's kiss <laughs> i can't believe i said oh. that <laughs> yeah nice cool all right so join us next next time we're gonna do this twice a month it's gonna drop every monday i think 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is time? Yeah. What is what is time? But yeah. My name's Chris. And this is Peace. And this has been the Art Take. We'll see you next time. <laughs>